Tested. Are we all working? I believe so. Are the little dials going in and out? Beep, on the beep, 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 beep. Is that what's happening? Yep. So, it, we're on our way back from the Owen Sound area. Grey County. Yep. Um, and today I rode at a place called Kimberley. Yes. Which is part of the... Well, Kimberley is the forest and there is also Beaver... Beaver Valley Ski Club. So was, I guess there's a ski hill there. And yeah, there's a ski you know, lifts ski and mountain. stuff. And there is um, the Bruce Trail running through it. The old Bruce Trail. Brucey babes. So I've been looking at this place to ride for a good year or so. Um, whenever I've looked at Mono, it's always kind of come up a bit further north. Yeah, it was um, just north of Flesherton and just east of Markdale. Uh, and on the trail forks, it's like a lot of cross-country ski places, the trails, there's a lot of trails in quite a compact area. Um, I'll talk about that in a second. But Kapoor Highlands is close by, and that's somewhere that I did actually want to go, but... We'll get to it. Today wasn't the day. Um, so, on the face of it, this was a mix of mostly green and blue, with a few black trails thrown in. And some... Bruce way marking was pretty good. Some of the trail way marking was okay. Some of it was non-existent. But I think if you know the area or get to know it, which you know hopefully we will, then there are like red ribbons and white ribbons and the odd splash of paint on a tree. So like a lot of places, once you've ridden it a few times, I think it you know I think you start to learn. Um, but despite it now being bone dry on the floor and despite the day being fairly dry as soon as I set off from the car it started to downpour by floor Jamie means ground Ground. and because it hadn't rained for a while then all the mud went all polished and slippery so it was a little bit of a challenge um, it sounded like a slog as you would say yeah so we parked at the top of the, there's a, where the ski hill is, if you go here, and I'll put a link in the description, there's a P sign, if you park there, big car park, and then you ride along the road to access the trails, we drove along the road, because Jessica is out of action, um, so Jess stayed in the car, we set off, and, or I set off, and went down the green grassy meadowy trail um, and then kind of accessed the the trailhead where all the trails go and like I said some of it was waymarked some of it wasn't there was signs saying one way do not enter but they'd been knocked down and I didn't know which way that was but it was so bad the weather there was nobody else out anyway so, um, so that was okay 
Um, so what to say about this place? Um, well, tell us about the, a little bit more about the ground, maybe, because you've had a few things to say about it. Yeah, so when you start off and you first e enter some of these trails, it's that kind of loamy pine forest, which is lovely. But then you soon find yourself in true Bruce <laughs> country, which is wet, slippery mud and polished rocks and big old deciduous trees, which means it's, there's no light because it's dark. Um, and quite wet and slippery. Also, the bugs were brutal today. Every time you stop, there's 50 bugs around you. And I've started wearing a long sleeve. Um, which helps, but trying to pull your phone out to look at where you want to go is, is just unpleasant. Um, so the ground is mud, and then a bit of mud and rock, and a bit of mud and rock and wet, slippery roots. And then there's the odd sort of spattering of kind of, I want to say like savannah, because it's like <laughs> trees with grass. Um, but quite open and bright and lots of wildflowers and butterflies and things before it rains. So you kind of come out of the bush a little bit yeah, at and, times? Yeah, and that's quite pleasant. But then you're back into the old, you know, the old Bruce. Um, yeah, and I think there's been a lot of rain and sun, so everything's kind of overgrown. And then I got onto one of these other one of the black trails which kind of called up and down I think that cuts across and it's only black because it's it's steep and it's quite wide but you can't see anything because all the undergrowth has grown over the trail so there's boulders and half of trees and all kinds of stuff so I was I was quite lucky today um, also, my brake, I couldn't get my brakes warm because it was raining and cold, so I had the brakes squeal the whole time. I know, I heard you arrive. Luckily, annoying. That's how I heard you arrive back at the car. Um, I did try and warm them up. So anyway, I went down this black trail, and then it kind of looped round onto a green trail. Some of the trail was closed because they're repairing bridges. I walked, rode up some of the hills, but some of it's just too slippery because of that rain, so you can't get any grip, so you have to walk up the hill. Um, I then explored some of the blue trails that kind of go back and forth and zigzag through the trees. One of one or two of them look quite cool. There is one called Zigzag that was quite interesting. Um, but because of the rain and the, the fact that it was so muddy, everything was just a little bit sort of slippery and slick, really. And then I ended up back kind of where I started and then there's a sign that says hike or bike, meaning if you're hiking, go right, if you're a bike, go left. So I went left and then left again and then ended up on this kind of other savannah bit just when the rain really started to come down. Um, and then to get back up to the woods, there's about 200 metres of trail, but it's been, uh, I don't know if it's snowmobiles or four-wheelers, but it was so rutted I couldn't, like I literally couldn't ride on it. So I had to walk up that and then kind of access the woods again. Um, I I think on a on a nice day with good weather, 
I, after like a couple of days of sun, I think you could easily spend a morning or an afternoon in there. How many miles did you say you reckon? I reckon that? it would be 10 in total. If you rode all of the decent mountain bike trails, I reckon it would be 10 in total. And I, I think if you learned it, it could be good. Because I think I came up some of the things I could have come down, and I think I came down some of the things I probably should have ridden up. Uh, I see. Um, and I need to study the map a bit more, but I think some of the big wide green trails you could easily use to come up and then you could ride the blues down. But it is a ski hill and the up is steep. It's like if you've ridden there for the morning, I think you're going to know about it. Yeah, um, it looks like a, I mean, I was sat at the top of, of the hill or mountain and it's a true valley. It goes down yeah. and it goes right back up. And I kind of came out onto the ski hill at one point. It was a bit like being in Quebec. You kind of come out across the ski hill, and I, I was like, "Whoa, I'm only halfway up." And uh, yeah, and just I don't talk about bikes much, but I, you could, you can get away with, you could get away with riding anything there, pretty much on the blues and the greens, the black. You need something a bit more robust because. Some of those hidden rocks are quite big, so uh, yeah, but the blues and the greens you could pretty much ride anything on. And if you took your time, you could go down the blacks without too much fuss. There's nothing in there horrible. The only thing I was going to say is there's a couple of, or there's maybe three river crossings or stream crossings. Oh, cool. One's really cool, but every one is wonky. Like the They've put new bridges in, but then prior to the, f the first one you come up to, there's these really old slippery rounds and then a brand new bridge. <laughs> so if you hit the round at a slight angle, which I didn't, I was straight. But if you came at it just slightly off camber, you're going to lose your front wheel. Um, so that was fun, the first one. Then the second one, the bridge was one, key full stop, like it was at a kind of slope and already a bit slimy. And then the third one was just maybe... 10 log rounds across a river which you kind of had to sort of balance across and that was the bit you wouldn't have liked. It was very slippery and quite high but it's a bit strange so. How big was the river? Uh, I don't know, it was maybe six foot wide. Oh okay. Like if you hit it flat out coming the other way you'd be, well you'd probably be right because you'd just get over it I guess but. Um, and lots of trees down and kind of random boulders. Um, yeah, and the, I think there was maps at a lot of the junctions, but like I said, the bugs were so brutal, if you tried to stop, they'd be in your ears and you just want to keep going, so, um, I do think you can't get lost though, because I think whatever trail you end up on, it loops back to another one and you eventually, you might be out there all night, but eventually you get back to where you started, so. Oh, I was going to ask, did it look like there was any other car parks or places to enter? No, I don't so think so. Just the one access point? Yeah, I think you're always starting from the top, which means excellent to start and horrible to finish, because yeah, you have to ride uphill to finish. I'd always rather ride... Up to start, yeah, warm up a little bit. Yeah, downhill to finish. But, um, yeah, what else to say? Send it to end it. <laughs> Yeah, good mix, I guess. Nice if it was dry, not a place to travel to if it's raining. If you were up here anyway, though, it's it's worth a visit. 
Um, it's beautiful in there, and unlike a lot of these kind of overridden trail systems, you do feel like you're the first man to go through the woods, or first person to go through the woods. It's not like all manicured berms and turns, and it's literally like, is Wild. there even a trail here? Yeah. Oh yeah, there is. There's some tire tracks. I, I would have liked that. Yeah. Yeah, and didn't see anybody, as we seems to be the case at the moment. Did you see any animals? Not really, it was raining. I did see a partridge at the start. Right, right. Um, and I did hear a few things, but not really. No uh, more turkeys up in the trees? No turkeys up in the trees. I did see a big stack of pheasant banks on an old tree root, um, or tree stump which were old, but I do think that highlights the fact that up here, two hours north of the city, um, things are a bit slower. Um, yeah, so, I, and this is a question for you really, I, I'm always amazed by the Bruce as to how little mushrooms and stuff there is around. It's funny, or is it just, uh, is it just more of a, do they really come out on the Bruce Trail in the fall? Because Maybe. that's when I recall seeing a whole slew, again, when we knew a lot less about mushrooms, but uh, on that hike in the fall, we spent a little bit of time on the Bruce Trail, and I felt like we saw an abundance of, and a variety of mushrooms and that would have been like a September-ish? Yeah, I would say that's true. So, I don't know, is it just maybe better a better atmosphere for fall varieties of mushrooms? Could I be. no idea, but we might be getting a little more acquainted with it. <laughs> yeah. Um... On the topic of other wild edibles, though, um, I would like to mention that the black raspberries are just starting. Yeah. Um, which means if they're kind of just starting up here, I better freaking hop to finding some of our spots a little further down south because they're probably primo right now. And I'm, well, I'm a bit out of commission, I was <laughs> going to say. I'm snoozing on the job, but oh yeah, I'm trapped. <laughs> yeah, do you want to talk about how that is going so far? Um, well, I suppose, don't really know what to report. Um, I guess that we have seen the surgeon and learned that, um, natural healing and, you know, non-invasive, no surgery is becoming more and more popular, um, and more and more often the way that they're dealing with. Achilles ruptures, and uh, so I'm quite pleased that I do not have to have surgery, um, but I am still a little bit not fully accepted the uh, duration of recovery time here, so um, I got a brand new cast on after they cut the other one off that I was only in for Save a week. nine minutes, via Lake Shore Boulevard West. So I got my first cast off for them to take a look and uh, and they very quickly put a new cast on but they've 
done a little bit more of a robust job with it. Um, so I'm in this sucker for a total of six weeks and I'm only 1.5 weeks in. Um, but I mean, I'm getting around okay on the crutches. I was a bit worried about, you know, getting no exercise. That is not the case, let me tell you. <laughs> I am getting plenty of exercise of all different kinds of muscles <laughs> that I didn't even know existed. Um, and I keep saying, you know, I've never done so many one-legged squats in my life. Probably never will again after this well, experience. And, uh, um, yeah, but I'm not not doing anything too quickly. Uh, but I guess using the time to do other things that I wouldn't wouldn't probably have done otherwise. So um, it's quite hard to watch, to be honest. Sometimes it's uh, yeah, and I you know to be honest, I've had almost well with the exception of the last two or three days pretty much every day I've had either a few moments or a few hours of being kind of down in the dumps and very quickly all the things that you can't do flood your mind and it can be a little bit tough to get back to focusing on all the things that I actually can do um, and trying to just stay in that zone but you know, I guess I just need to, when I get to that place, I know I just need to get Save up and 10 move. 10 minutes, Feel Lake Shore Boulevard West. When I get to, into that little pool of pity, uh, I just need to get up and, you know, move or do something different or... Easier said than done, though. I think tiredness, yeah. I mean, tiredness is always a big swine when it comes to your brain playing up but I think tiredness when you've got something like this as well I think it's just it just gets a bit overwhelming doesn't it? It can um yeah I won't lie it's it was a little bit tough to see you set off into the gorgeous looking bush <laughs> rainy it wasn't raining it that, wasn't was it? raining at that point but uh I did think as my shirt was sticking to my clothes and a hundred mosquitoes swarmed me when I was slightly lost that Jessica was not missing out. Yeah, fair enough. Way. And you know what? Like, again, I, I've i kind of lost, um, haven't been picking up any books lately. And so I have started a new book and I really actually quite enjoyed myself in the car when the rain started to come down and just listening like I actually put the book down and just listened to the sound of the rain and that was really pleasant so that's okay too yeah um, so I think we're gonna do a few short episodes well we're not Jessica is on what <laughs> again recipes. Oh yeah, and speaking of recipes, I actually did want to share a little mini one because we had it today before setting off, before Jamie set off, and that is cucumber snack time! <laughs> this is an old snack that I actually used to uh, prance around work offering to my co-workers because I used to have it almost every single day in my lunch and forgot about it for a long time, but we've 
resurrected the cucumber snack time and now it's been kind of with us almost on every little picnic. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, it's not even really a recipe, but basically bring a half a cucumber with you and have yourself a knife and um, we have a nice little small squeezy bottle that we've decanted some sriracha hot sauce into, which I like to call rooster sauce. I guess whatever hot sauce you like, but that's my go-to for this, for classic cucumber snack time. So cut yourself a bunch of rounds of cucumber and squeeze a little dot of rooster sauce on them as, I guess, kind of like a glue. And then top it off with a peanut or two, preferably salted. <laughs> And that is cucumber snack time. And it is delicious, actually. It really is. The refreshing cucumber, a spicy little zap there, and then a salty peanut. Kind of creamy, even. Yeah, it's excellent. So. It's a simple little combo, but a delightful, refreshing snack. Bush time canapes. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. And, you know, we sometimes like to get a little fancy or wonky with the toppings. I think one time we, like, had a bag of, a bag of cheesies or something and added a few of those little crusties on top or... Wheels? Didn't we have a different cucumber this time as well for it? We did have a di We had a cucumber that I'm calling an albino cucumber, but it's not really. It's a, it's a whole different breed or variety of cucumber... Um, apparently for people who struggle with like acidity, um, apparently the level of acidity in this cucumber is much, much less. And it does have a bit of a different taste in a very pleasant kind of way. Yeah, it was excellent. And it does look albino. Yeah, different color. Like it's not... It looks like a pickle <laughs> color. <laughs> um, but yeah, other good toppings um, or additions to cucumber snack time are um, cilantro or if you ever find some wild mint or lemon balm, those are beauties. But I mean, I guess you could really top it with whatever you want, but that's the, uh, that's the classic combo right there. Yeah, it's excellent. So also, yeah, so Jessica's going to record a few other recipes which we might do a few uh, bonus episodes. I mean, they'll be like five minutes, so um, it's not that much of a bonus, but it is a little <laughs> bit. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And anything else to add? Um, we had no cone today, so we have nothing to report on a cone. We passed Jolly's again, and we talked about that in the last one. It just wasn't a cone kind of day. No, it was... Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll definitely have one tonight. I will look forward to it more, I think, then. But, um... Oh, but, no, we can't report... We can't, uh, share it if we haven't experienced it. That's not fair. So, I'll maybe save that one for, for next time. But, until next time... Get lost.